You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From the, the moment we started trying on costumes, getting wigs built for us, it, you know, the, the amount of detail that went into creating this production to then, as you mentioned, getting the call um, that we would eventually be moving to Broadway. And I happened to be with um, having out having drinks with cast members from the show. And we all started getting out the calls from our agents at the same time. And um, it was definitely a, a, a very celebratory experience. Uh most of which I remember. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with clients in over 20 Broadway shows and stages across the globe. We'd love to have you try a free trial of Built for the Stage. Go to builtforthestage.com and you can work one-on-one with your own Broadway fitness coach via an online app. Special thanks to Broadway Podcast Network. You can check them out at bpn.fm. All right, let's get to our guest, a special guest as always. Uh, Super hyped to finally see uh, him in person. Well, technology in person, I guess, through this screen, but we've yet to chat uh, verbally. So it's, it's, I'm really excited. Uh, he's a bill for the stage member and he literally shows up on the daily, like Mr. Consistent, uh, please welcome to the podcast cast member of the revival of company currently playing on Broadway, Javier Ignacio. Hi, Javier. Hey Joe, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I'm super pumped. Um, I actually drove up from Miami. I drove to Ohio because I have two dogs and they're a nuisance and I can't leave them behind. So I had to take them with me. It was a 20 hour drive. I'm, there, there's a purpose. I'm saying all this. It's, it's really to just compliment you and tell you how excited I am to, uh, to talk to you. So 20 hour drive, right? 4.30 a.m. I leave Miami and I get to Ohio 12.30 a.m. basically in that next day. So 20 hours later, oh I wake up early. It's my mom's birthday. So I go get her some balloons or whatever and come back and I'm dragging. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. And before I open this screen up to talk to you, 
I also was dragging. I'm like, oh, am I going to be able to do this? And then you popped on the screen and I'm electric right now. You're giving me so, <laughs> so much energy. Honestly, you're making my day. So thanks for being on the podcast today. Appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. And I, I can totally relate on that 20 hour drive. I recently, I grew up in Kansas and I did that same amount of time driving with my dogs this summer uh, for a gig in, in Wichita. So from New York to Wichita, 22 hours. I know the feeling. So <laughs> yeah, thank you for once being you, awake. <laughs> once you surpass that 12-hour mark, you start to get out of the, the car to go to the gas station or whatever, and you'll stand still, but your body, the equilibrium is still moving. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like the craziest feeling. But all right. So as I mentioned in the intro, everyone listening, uh, Javier is currently in the cast of Company. Uh, he's built for the stage fam member. I want to get into that right now because the inspiration that you give me on the daily for showing up is uh, astronomical. And I'm not just blowing smoke because as a trainer now for 15 years, yeah, I'm getting up there. I'm getting up there. People, it only works if you work. It only works if the person works. It only works if the person shows up. It only works if they're the ones that puts in the effort and you put in the effort and I want to know how you do it because so <laughs> many clients and people will say, my life is crazy. I live in New York City. I'm in a show. And like, how do you take the time to do it? And, and, and how do you keep showing up so consistently? Well, I mean, if, if I can say one thing, I, I mean, I've tried many different workout programs and I uh, joined Built for the Stage during the pandemic at a time when, you know, there were so many <laughs> unknowns and, you know, it, I think I had, as most of us did, we sort of all fell out of a routine and Built for the Stage sort of gave me that uh, structure that I needed to get back in and get back in shape. And knowing that I had company in the horizon, which is a huge blessing. Um, I knew that I, I, I needed to, uh, make sure my body was ready for, you know, for being back in business, you know, and, and as, and also as an understudy, the pressure of, you know, not knowing when exactly you'll be on performing, it can happen in the middle of the show. You can have, it can happen in a moment's notice. Um, you, you want to make sure that you don't, you're never questioning whether your body is going to be ready for that, that initial shock of like, Oh, I, I'm all of a sudden I'm on. And so, um, built for the stage has, it, you know, in, in many ways, not only provided a, um, a structure, but also a program that's, that's fun. And I also love the sense of community. I, I mean, you, you were talking about me being an inspiration, but honestly, like I, I follow, the Instagram and just seeing so many artists showing up every day. It's like, of course, of course I'm, I'm right there with everybody. I, I love it. Well, thank, thank you for those kind words. And again, thank you for, um, being consistent and, and being really engaged in, in that way. How, uh, do you like to lay out your day? And the reason I ask is for me, a lot of the time, it's really about having that set schedule so that, mm -hmm no matter what comes up that tries to knock you off track, you have some bit of routine. Do you have a routine or do you show up to the gym sometimes at 8 a.m. or 4 p.m.? Like, what's your day look like? I mean, my schedule's pretty set. I'm a creature of habit and I, <laughs> I tend to show up if I'm going to 
have a two show day. Is that me? I don't know if it, yeah, it is. maybe it's New York City. Where are you calling in from from New York? I'm in Hamilton Heights. I think there's Hamilton construction cool. happening outside. Hey, um, it's it's okay. I was uh, not to interrupt you. I was just interviewed on an entrepreneur podcast yesterday, and I was talking to them about how I started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I used to plug in a uh, lapel microphone into my phone, and it was on a splitter. So there's two lapel mics, and I would interview actors and actresses on the streets of New York and the background noise was insane. So yeah. trust me, we're no strangers to a little background noise. It's okay. okay. It's okay. okay good. No, no, wor- no worries here. No worries here. Okay. So set schedule creature of yeah. habit. Yes. And, um, you know, so I usually tend to show up, you know, probably about two hours before my call. If it's a matinee day, then maybe I'll plan on, um, on going in between during dinner break. And sometimes because I'm, I'm not great at, I, I will be completely honest. I struggle with the cardio. And, and so I'm, I've recently started pushing myself to actually do a little bit of swimming, uh, in between as cardio. So, um, I'll get the, the, the reps in, um, before the show, and then I'll come back and I'll do a little bit of cardio. Um, and it, it's worked out very well so far. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this routine. Nice. <laughs> With being able to go to the gym and doing your show, how do you focus on your sleep and nutrition? Because I think it's overlooked from performers that, you know, the whole, oh, I'm just too tired or I need to conserve my energy or, but what they're not thinking is, oh, maybe it's because I eat this certain way or I go out for drinks every night until one or two in the morning and, you know. Which is, there's always a time for that. Yeah. And, and, and I encourage it to let loose. But I think a lot of the time it's, it's an oversight of how you're spending that time recovering. So how, how do you spend that time on a, on a daily basis? I mean, I think it's, a, it's definitely a balance and I'm constantly, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm constantly thinking of that. Um, I, I try to eat very clean foods. Um, and if, I, if it is the day that I'm going to be doing a little bit more um, cardio, then I'll most likely allow myself to have a, a larger intake of, of carbs. But, um, but as far as I, I'm, I'm not one to go out that much, um, after the show, I definitely love my little like post-show, um, uh, celebratory cocktail. Um, but it's, but it, you know, maybe once or twice a week these days and, and it's yeah. great. So no, no, that's, that's still to me once or twice. That's still a lot. That's a good balance right there. Yeah. That's a good balance. What's your cocktail of choice? Uh, the, well, these days it's tequila and mezcal and most likely just uh, either on the rocks or neat, but, um, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I am a bullet bourbon on the rocks. Yes. Um, with, with usually like a lime wedge Ooh. and, and the, and the ice, I always prefer like the big squared cube, you know, just one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. It's uh, super simple, super simple. I love going to, um, they don't have bullet ever at the theaters bars, but definitely that's will true. get my, my, uh, you just bring your comm- own. No, no, I bring my, yeah, right. Right. Uh, that's, Hey, no, I, I, no. I, I will, I will say, you know, I've been going to the theater a long time and to say that I've never done that would be an outright lie. So, uh- <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I always get my commemorative cup of the show. You know, I have so many show cups, but yeah, they're always filled with some type of whiskey. So if you see them at the theater, you'll know what I'm drinking. Yeah, Um, I love that. Let's uh, get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. Where are you originally from? My family's Venezuelan, uh, Uh and I grew up in Kansas. My mom brought us to the States when I was 10. So I, uh, I... most likely gravitate t- towards saying I'm from Kansas just because the bulk of my my life was spent in the Midwest. Um, but I've been in the in the New York City area for the past 13 years, uh, both with my mom and brother. They moved up with me. So we're we're a unit. We do everything together. Um, and I'm really grateful to have them. Nice. Did you make your Broadway debut in Sideshow? I did. Yes. Twenty. 20- 14 2014 <laughs> wow and you also were you a part of like the original cast at, at la jolla yes okay. so we tell started us, in tell us a little bit about that um well we we started in la jolla uh creating the show there were three uh three productions um uh, of sideshow uh that stem from that or um from the from La Jolla, we went to the Kennedy Center and then it was transferred to Broadway. So it was a really beautiful experience to get to explore this piece um, and 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 grow with it um, during that period of time. And I, I was so green and sort of new to the industry and everything um, was magical and beautiful. And it, and it still is. But there's something about that first that first experience that you just never forget. Um, it was really what, what don't what don't you forget specifically anything that pop in your pops in your mind maybe like when you got the call saying hey the show's gonna is cleared we're going to Broadway or or your opening <laughs> night what what was something that really sticks out in your head anything I mean all of it I mean I have moments uh, I'm a crier <laughs> I'm I and I I remember getting getting the initial <laughs> call I hadn't worked I mean I will tell you I hadn't I had been in the city probably about four years without booking anything. And then all of a sudden, um, I was in final callbacks for this show. And not only was I cast in, in, in this beautiful production, but I actually had a really wonderful feature. I played Harry Houdini. And, um, so to get that initial call, um, was incredibly, uh, meaningful, but then just from the, the moment we started trying on costumes, getting wigs built for us, it, you know, the, the amount of detail that went into creating this production to then, as you mentioned, getting the call um, that we would eventually be moving to Broadway. And I happened to be with um, having out having drinks with cast members from the show. And we all started getting out the calls from our agents at the same time. And um, it was definitely a, a, a very celebratory experience. Uh most of which I remember <laughs> because <laughs> we definitely had a good time afterwards. <laughs> of course, of course, as you should. Okay, so I always like to say, oh, we just stumbled upon some gold or like that's this. Let's zoom in on this. So you said something really great. I can't wait to talk about it because this is Bill for the Sage podcast and we're always trying to draw some bit of inspiration to our listeners, whether it is fitness related, career related life-related, whatever. You said before your debut uh, or booking the show, you were in basically a dry spell for four years in New York. Can yeah. we like 
Can we dig in a little bit there? Like, what was that like? Were you on the verge of giving up? Did you have trials? Did you stay positive? What were you like for those four years? Um, so it, it was a mix. I it, I went through a really rough time, specifically right before booking Citro, because I found out that I had a slight uh, paresis in one of my vocal folds. So my my um, instrument became really inconsistent. And so, of course, I got in my head about it. And I considered, you know, it being the end and, and leaving the industry. And I'm grateful for my family being around and, um, and pushing me to continue forward and get back in there. And I, I actually remember at the time I went to see a specialist and they said, listen, we don't really know what's causing this. It's sort of like the nerve just shut down and it happens. You have to treat it like a sports injury. You have to start get back into lessons, start training that muscle again. And sort of that, that's, you know, the, that has really kind of heightened my awareness of staying healthy and, and how, um, important it is to continue to work these muscles and, 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 and work out. And, and, and so that's a, a lot of the reason why I try to maintain this, this routine, but anyway, Yes. Um, so I, I was at a time where I wasn't even sure if I was going to stay in, um, in the industry and it made getting that call even more impactful. Um, it was, uh, it's definitely a moment that I, that re-energized me. That entire production was sort of what, um, reminded me that this is, you know, that I, that I deserve to be here, that I want to be here. and um, it pushed me to continue forward. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So anyone that's listening that's in a dry spell like this or just feeling kind of like they're chasing their tail or not going going uh, really anywhere uh, in their head, even though we're always going somewhere, whether that's mm-hmm. forward or back, what would you tell that person listening where you just said something where it's like you got cast and you said, I belong here? In yeah. those four years, in those four years, how did you assure yourself that you belong there? Like it's not happening now, but inevitably I will get there. Or maybe you weren't. Maybe you, you know, you you mentioned your family encouraged you. How did you get to that mindset of of keep of keeping one foot in front of the other and saying I belong here? You know, it, my family played a huge part in me uh, continuing to push forward. But um, but I rem- remember even. Uh, having people around me, friends who, you know, I started to share what I was going through and, uh, and realizing that I I wasn't alone in these struggles. A lot of us, um, you know, as, as 
and it doesn't have to be a, 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 a physical situation, how it happened to me where I was literally having a, a medical um, issue that was slowing me down, but, but, it, but emotionally too. I mean, we, we are um, such, we're, we rely so much, our, our instruments are our bodies and, and, you know, our minds play a huge part in that. And so for me, um, getting back into taking classes and working out was sort of what rem- uh, allowed me to, um, to, you know, revisit my, my instrument, um, and, uh, remind myself why, why I love this industry so much and why I love to do what, what we do. So, um, that's sort of what, what got me back in. Yeah. To, to bounce around a little bit more. So from Venezuela, went to Kansas at 10 years old. How did you stumble upon theater or how did the arts get into your life? Um, so when I was in high school, I uh, came across an ad in a, in a theater magazine about music theater of Wichita. And um, for those who may not know uh, music theater of Wichita, it's a, it's a wonderful uh, summer stock company um, that... Um, puts up incredible productions. I mean, uh, really Broadway caliber productions and Mm -hmm. they have a really wonderful youth program, nurturing young artists. Um, and so I became an apprentice for them at the age of 16. I worked backstage my first summer working at music theater of Wichita. Uh, and these are moments that were, that really were life-changing for me was in that season they did uh funny girl starring stephanie j block and uh showboat starring kelly o'hara and and this was before you know they were as known as well as they are now in in the industry but i just remember saying wow this is something that i could get into um so it it really um was I, I was just very fortunate to have that available to me at such a young age. And that's sort of yeah. how I started. For, okay. So for anyone listening out there that might be involved with youth development, as far as the arts go or have some type of program, what from your experience at Wichita was something that they really did a great job of that you would say, Hey, if you're going to try to, if you have a kid's program or a youth program or whatever, this is something that I really valued and, and you should definitely be, you know, developing this at your program. I mean, from, um, I think what's really special about music theater, which is that it, they are constantly in rotation with Broadway professionals coming in to do their productions, uh, both on, on a creative level, as far as the designers and performers and, um, and then also bringing on young collegiate, um, uh, students who will, uh, who, who want to do this for a living. So I think in a way there's sort of a, a mentorship that it is created and, and, and it becomes a cycle. You know, I, I recently went back, um, to star in one of their productions and it was really a, a surreal experience to now be on the, on the side of, you know, leading a production and having these, uh, young, incredibly talented students sort of looking up to me. And it was just, um, it was, um, the most (laughs) surreal circle, uh, you know, full circle for me. It was wonderful. 
All right, so we'll hop back over to company. What's yeah. it like showing up to the stage door, going into the backstage area in the dressing rooms, and really just being a part of literally an all-star cast? You know, <laughs> that 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 phrase is used so <laughs> often and maybe in a cliche way or overstated way. But truly, like, I actually saw the show in pre uh, yeah, previews the week of the shutdown. Yeah. Um, Literally, we were outside on the sidewalk and there was a girl from the New York Times there interviewing us about what we thought of this coronavirus thing. We had I think I remember this this podcast or this uh, this clip. It was a YouTube vlog. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and we were just so ignorant. We had no idea what was hap what was going on. And then, boom, before yeah. you knew it, the world was ending. Yeah, <laughs> but none of us I, did. I saw the show. That's where I'm getting at. I saw the mm -hmm. show and it's just crazy. It's just one of the best pieces of theater I've seen. What is that like going to this environment, this electric environment every single day or at, at least uh, six days out of your week? I mean, going into this uh, production or being a part of this production is, has been you know, dream come true. I mean, go, working alongside Broadway icons who I looked up to for, you know, I, for as long as I can remember. And now to be able to call them my, my colleagues and friends is, is incredibly special. Um, and I, um, but this is also a show that, um, that celebrates New York and, and it has a message that is um, incredibly important for me right now about, uh, you know, about community and company and the importance of that, you know, especially coming out of the pandemic. So these are, um, these are things that we are all very much aware of in, in, in our work over at the Jacobs and, and, and we take it, uh, we consider it a very important task to, to send that message forward. So I, um, and it's lovely also to, to, See and hear the reactions from from the audience. It's definitely a special show, and I'm grateful to to be a part of it to get to do it every night. Everyone that's listening, Javier understudies the roles of Jamie, Peter, and Andy. Uh, Javier, do you have a favorite by chance as far as uh, which roles that you cover? Um, well, I've only gone on for Jamie, um, and. And I will say coming into this production, I think there, there, if there was one that I connected with just from the get-go and that I was super excited to work on, it was Jamie. But um, in exploring both Peter and Andy, um, I've, I'm, I'm truly just excited to, to get to, um, you know, dive into those different perspectives. And, and, and you know, also, it, it's crazy to think that that's what what we do. That's what I, I, you know, I'm that I do for a living and that I get to be, not only be a part of this really cool production, but on any given night, I could be doing it from a different perspective, different point of view. And, um, and, and just getting to play with a an, an, an whole nother team, because the way that the show is structured is that you're, you're literally in like these pockets of, of scenes with your, with different scene partners. So it's, it's just been, really fun to to work on it and and and, and explore um it's been an ex exciting um experience for those that are listening that are familiar with musical theater and especially the show company but maybe have been uh 
away from it for a little bit of time. What what are the the iconic songs from each of the characters that they could say, oh, that's who Peter, Andy, you know, who they, who they oh, are? Okay, yeah. No, of course. Um, I, I, I thought maybe you meant with, with the show in general. But uh, specifically, Jamie uh, does Not Getting Married today mm-hmm. in this production originally it was amy and in our production there's uh there's some uh gender swapping that's happened so jamie uh sings not getting married andy is the handsome flight attendant and he does uh drive a person crazy as well as barcelona mm-hmm. and uh peter is one of the married couples um he doesn't ha- he sings in a few songs but he doesn't have a, a specific uh, musical feature. He is a comedic genius played by Mr. Greg Hildreth, who is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it's also fun to, you know, just get to really dive into some um, hearty scene scene work, which we don't always get in our in, in the music theater industry. To actually have a show that has a strong, such a strong book that that um, that you get to, yeah, you know, have fun with and explore. It's great. Yeah. Let's th- let's throw out a fun question here. Yep. Um, it's going to be fun for me. I hope you find it fun. I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Great. So company has been uh, revived a few times, one in which they had the performers playing the instruments on stage. Um, one now is a gender swap. Let's say 10 years from now, another mm. revival of company comes out. What will be... If Javier was producing Ooh. this revival, what would be the new twist on on 2032's Javier's production uh, of Company? I don't I I mean that anything. The more ridiculous the better. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. I, t- I told you I was going to put you yeah. on the spot. <laughs> I am at a loss for words because honestly, I I feel like this production has brought the show to to I mean I think what's important is whenever this revival happens it has to appeal to the audience and to the to the time and because what our production has done really well is sort of you know shed light on on our uh, specific biases and and also how we view women in society and and so if if the show can continue to do that throughout time you know who's to say what the next approach can be? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put them in the metaverse. We're gonna like you're actually not gonna be in the same room together. There's gonna be yes. some type of like I don't know screen above you, like hovering. It's not even gonna be you actually on the stage. Oh, it might no. just be like <laughs> maybe it'll be like a robot representation of you. You maybe. know maybe. Maybe I mean, Siri I was scared will... that we were going to have Zoom windows for for this time around after the <laughs> pandemic. I was like, oh my gosh, are these the changes that we're going to? Uh, yeah, have? let's let's uh, uh, one or two more questions, and then we'll get you out of here. What sure. was that? What was that like coming back and just quote unquote making it happen, like making it work? Because when we reopen the doors, there's a lot of complications to to go through there. And then the holiday season came and there was even more complications with another surge. What was that like as a cast and, and how did you all get, how did you get through it? I mean, it, um, coming back to it, I mean, there was definitely a, a, a moment where we said, wow, this is, 
I mean, we all knew that things would be different coming back into it, but really the, the sort of, um, the continuous testing that we do every day at the Jacobs and then also having to, to rehearse with masks and really, you know, it, it, it took a while to understand that our industry has changed and it needed to change. And it, um, and, and these are, were the steps that we needed to make, to make sure that the the show could remain open. And I, am grateful for everyone over at company, um, for keeping us safe and yeah, I mean, in December when we had the the COVID spike and so many show, shows were being hit, um, I, I I mean I I, I will say I, I even I, I tested positive and I had to be out for ten days and and there was a moment of like wow no this is I'm supposed to be over there making sure that the show goes on but the but you know it was frustrating to not be able to do much and they um, but to be honest like our understudies are amazing. And, and they kept the show open and we had enough coverage to keep it going. And, and we've been able to continue to do so, so far. So, um, it, it is constantly, there's never a dull moment. You're, you're just ready for, you know, what's next, what's the next punch that we have to, you know, Mm -hmm. roll through. So, uh, okay. So last question, you talked about the understudies are amazing. I'm thinking about, uh, Jacob Dickey, who recently joined the, the cast, who's been BFTS fam for a long time. Love Jacob. You got tally sessions. What kind yeah. of, um, what kind of, you know, silly business goes on behind the, the scenes with y'all? Y'all having a good time back there? What's, <laughs> what, 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 what don't we see while we're out in the audience? Uh, we have, I mean, we have a great time. Uh, I think what's incredible about this production is that everyone is a true pro. I mean, they're, um, these are people that have been in the industry for a long time. They know what needs to happen in order to keep the show going. Um, they can, um, be incredibly professional when, when it needs to happen, but we also have a wonderful time, uh, you know, away from work. And, and we've become incredibly close in, in, in doing so. I think it's, um, it, it's definitely, well, we've gone through so much together, um, because most of us were part of the show back in 2020. So we went through the entire pandemic supporting each other with, uh, zoom, uh, calls. Actually, it was Tally who originally told me about, uh, built for the stage. So I, I have him to thank for, for this. Uh, but yeah. And thank you. And, t- thank you, Tally. Thank you, Tally sessions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we are in a family, we, we support each other and lift each other up through the rough times and, um, and just have a great time doing it. Nice. All right, Javier. Thank you so much for being on the episode today. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone, that was Javier Ignacio. You can follow him on the gram at I am Javier Ignacio. You can go to his website. Just click the link in the description of this episode. Give him a follow. Give him the love. See company if you haven't. Again, I'm Joe Roscoe, founder of Bill for the Stage. Thanks again for listening. If you like the pod, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Later.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.